We're glad to be sharing the ministry of Tabernacle of Praise with you. Now join us as we receive the Word of God. We're going to chapter 8, and we're going to talk about the ram and the he-goat. Daniel chapter 8, verses 1 and 2. In the third year of the reign of Belshazzar, a vision appeared unto me, even unto me, Daniel, after that which appeared unto me at the first. And I saw in a vision, and it came to pass when I saw that I was at Shushan in the palace, which is in the province of Elam. And I saw in a vision and was by the river Uli. We notice that Daniel has had another vision. This is his second vision. This vision occurs in the third year of the reign of Belshazzar. Daniel notes where he was, at least spiritually, when this vision occurred. Daniel indicates here that he was not physically in the Shushan Palace in the province of Elam by the river of Uli. This was a vision, verses 3 through 8. Then I lifted up mine eyes and saw, and behold, there stood before the river a ram, which had two horns. And the two horns were high, but one was higher than the other, and the higher came up last. And I saw the ram pushing westward and northward and southward, so that no beast might stand before him. Neither was there any that could deliver out of his hand. And he did according to his will, and he became great. While Daniel observes the ram, the he-goat appears. Verse 5, And I was con- as I was considering Behold, a he-goat came from the west on the face of the whole earth and touched not the ground, and the goat had a notable horn between his eyes. And he came to the ram who had two horns, which he had there seen standing before the river, and ran into him in the fury of his power. And I saw him come close unto the ram, and he was moved with choler against him. That's anger and smote the ram, and brake his two horns, and there was no power in the ram to stand before him. But he cast him down to the ground, and stamped upon him, and there was none that could deliver the ram out of his hand. Therefore the he-goat waxed very great, and when he was strong, the great horn was broken, for it came up four notable ones toward the four winds of the heaven." As Daniel continued to watch the vision, the he-goat appears from the west. Usually, the animals that Daniel saw all came out of the east. But this one comes out of the west, and he comes, a he-goat, with great speed. The he-goat destroys the ram in a fierce battle that no one could save or deliver him. Now, verses 9 through 12 of chapter 8. And out of one of them came forth a little horn, which waxed exceedingly great toward the south and toward the east and toward the pleasant land. And it waxed great even to the host of heaven. And it cast down some of the host and of the stars to the ground and stamped upon them. Yet he magnified himself even to the prince of the host. And by him the daily sacrifice was taken away. And the place of the sanctuary was cast down, and an host was given him against the daily sacrifice by reason of transgression, and it cast down the truth to the ground and 
practiced and prospered. The pleasant land is the holy land. It always refers to Israel in Scripture. He seemed to gain power over some of the heavenly host. He stopped the daily sacrifice, and as soon as he moved toward the holy land, he increased in power. He wasn't satisfied with the holy land. He attacked heaven itself, casting some of the host to the ground. In verses 15 through 19, And it came to pass when I, even I, Daniel, had seen the vision and sought for the meaning, then behold, there stood before me as the appearance of a man. And I heard a man's voice between the banks of Uli, which called and said, Gabriel, make this man to understand the vision. So he came near where I stood, and when he came, I was afraid and fell upon my face. But he said unto me, Understand, O man, for a time of the end shall be the vision. Now as he was speaking with me, I was in a deep sleep on my face toward the ground, and he touched me and set me upright. And he said, Behold, I will make thee to know what shall be in the last end of the indignation. For the, at the time appointed, the end shall be. This presents us a key interpretation to the vision. Gabriel appears and gives him understanding of the vision. More Daniel 8. The ram which thou sawest having two horns are the kings of Media and Persia. And that being broken, whereas four stood up for it, four kingdoms shall stand up out of the nation, but not in his power. And the latter time of their kingdom, when the transgressors shall come to the full, a king of fierce countenance and undertaking, understanding, dark sentences shall stand up, and his power shall be mighty, but not by his own power. He shall destroy wonderfully and shall prosper and practice and shall destroy the mighty and the holy people. And through his policy, he shall cause craft to prosper in his hand and he shall magnify himself in his heart and by peace shall destroy many and shall also stand up against the prince of princes, but he shall be broken without hand. And the vision of the evening and the morning, which was told is true. Wherefore, shut thou up the vision, for it shall be for many days. And I, Daniel, fainted and was sick certain days. Afterward, I rose up and did the king's business and was astonished at the vision, but none understood it. The ram is the Mede and Persian empire. The he-goat represents Greece. Daniel had an image of Nebuchadnezzar in his mind, and this, so this vision would not surprise him. Each vision repeats previous visions, but with new information as well. We come to the part of the prophecy that we'll need to handle very, very carefully because we come to what is known hermeneutically as the law of double fulfillment. If you ignore this rule, you'll be mystified by many things that occur in prophecy. The prophetic writer may write in such a manner that his writing includes the individual in its early stages of history. But the prophecy also cannot be fully fulfilled 
by the current events occurring at the time of the prophecy. The prophecy remains for other events to transpire in the future to fully fulfill the prophecy. It is why the following verses need to be considered of the law of double fulfillment. Daniel 8, verses 9 through 12. And out of them came a little horn, which waxed exceedingly great toward the south and toward the east and toward the pleasant land. And it waxed great even to the host of heaven, and it cast down some of the host and of the stars to the ground and stamped upon them. Yea, he magnified himself into the prince of the host, and by him daily sacrifice was taken away, and a place of the sanctuary was cast down. And a host was given him against the daily sacrifice by reason of transgression. And it cast down the truth to the ground and practiced and prospered. Some scholars believe the little horn in this text refers to the little horn of Daniel 7. Other scholars believe the little horn is someone who has lived and died. Yet other scholars believe the little horn is someone who has previously lived yet refers to one who also is to come. The reason I bring this up is because of the reference of Antiochus and Pamphanus. After the four horns took dominion of the Grecian Empire, an unsavory individual by the name of Antiochus Epiphanes appeared. He waxed exceedingly great in the south, in the east, and in Israel. When he found no other way to humiliate the Jews, he entered Jerusalem. He forced the priest out of the temple. He sacrificed a pig on the altar. This was blasphemy against God. He repeated this atrocity many times over the six-year period or the 2,300 days that he ruled. This is history, not the Word of God. It's history. But if you look at verse 26, And the vision of the evening and the morning which was told is true. Wherefore, shut thou up the vision, for it shall be for many days. The vision of the morning and evening has been referenced by some scholars as years, not days. Daniel states of the evening and the morning showing they are 24-hour days. This passage cannot refer to this individual Antiochus. Verse 23 said, In the latter time of their kingdom, when the transgressors are come to the full, a king of fierce countenance and understanding dark sentences shall stand up. Nations that have existed and fallen in the past are prophesied to resurface and reappear in the end. He will receive his power from the devil. They may not be geographically the same, but in spirit they will be the same. Verse 25 references a major technological advancement during the reign of the Antichrist. He will arrive as a peacemaker. Under this pronouncement, everyone will submit to him including the Jews. He'll promise peace to the world. He'll bring peace to the world that it has never known, that kind of peace. He will make a treaty with the Jew, 
that they can remain in their land and live in peace and serve their God. In verse 25, it states that he will stand up against the prince of princes, which is Jesus Christ, but he will be broken without hand. In other words, not by any human means will he be broken. This cannot refer to Antiochus because he died of natural causes. He cannot be the fulfillment of this prophecy. In verse 10, and it, the little horn, waxed great, even the host of heaven, and cast down some of the host and stars. This prophecy is fulfilled in Revelation 8, 12, which speaks of war in heaven, and Michael and his angels fought against the dragon. We noted that Antiochus sacrificed a pig on the altar and desolated it. This is called the abomination of desolation, which is referenced in Matthew 24 and Daniel 11. The covenant Antichrist makes with the Jews will be covered in chapter 9. The Antichrist will set up his image in the Holy of Holies, and anyone who do not bow down will be beheaded. For more information about Tabernacle of Praise, look us up online at tabernaclepraise.org. We want to hear from you, so be sure to connect with our Facebook page. We also have a free app that you can use to keep up with events or be notified of bad weather. And you can listen to our sermons directly from the app. Thank you for listening, and have a blessed day.